The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 146 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas, the Spurs battled and they fought hard against the Golden State Warriors, the defending NBA champion, but they came up short by a score of 130 to 115. There were some good things in that. Some guys stepped up and had some big nights for the Spurs, uh, just couldn't, couldn't really uh, hang with the Splash Bros. They really went off and 64. had an awesome night. Yeah, 64. What are your thoughts, True? Yeah, pretty good game for both teams. I think we got to see some players develop, and the Warriors got to see their players continue to be good and get ready for playoff time. But our Spurs shot um, our Spurs shot 46% from the field and 39% from the three, while Warriors shot 50% from field and 42.9% for three. So it wasn't that big of a difference, but the Warriors pulled away because they just have more talent on their team. I think that's what it comes down to for this matchup. But we did play pretty good. Yeah. All right, well, let's listen to Hall of Fame coach Greg Popovich. Great effort. A lot of guys got to play minutes. Uh, a lot of good stuff out there. Um, Golden State got hot down that stretch, and uh, that's what they do. Uh, did a great job uh, taking over in the fourth quarter, but uh, I thought our effort was great. Did a lot of good things defensively and offensively, and really pleased with some of the development of some of the guys out there. It was a good night. So in the middle of that, that's when Popovich walked off. So that was a quick, quick press conference. And uh, anyway, that was Greg Popovich. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Now it's time for our Tankathon segment. And as you all know by now, the Spurs are slated to get one of the top picks in the draft. Let's see where we land tonight. Ooh, this one's taking a while. And we're at number three. And number three is really interesting these days because it used to kind of be clear cut. And I think it's kind of cloudy now. Drew, if we're at the third pick, who do you think the Spurs draft? Mm, that's a good question. I think we got to look at the teams above us. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what it comes down to. But with this draft, I think we'd probably take Scoo Henderson here because the Pacers have the number two pick, and they already have a generational a franchise point guard, which is Tyrese Halliburton. So I think Brandon Mill, I mean Scoo Henderson, would fall to us at the number three spot, and I think he's a great player. Who do you think we would take? Yeah, that's a great analysis, really, because you're right. With Tyrese Halliburton there in uh, Indiana, they're not in the need for a point guard, um, and Brandon Miller slots in perfectly for them. So that's a that's a great take on this particular draft slot. So Drew brings up a good point. If we do fall to the third pick, or, or not fall, that's where the third worst record, but if we get the third pick, you know, 
Scoop might be our guy there. If somebody else is in front of us, Scoop may go second, and then we may fall to Brandon Miller. But if it's slotted like this draft and the Pacers end up climbing all the way up to number two, I think you're 100% right. I think it'll be Scoot Henderson. All right, now it's time for our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two? Yeah, my number one on the top two list, I went with Keldon Johnson in a really good game in this one. 22 points, four assists, chipped in a steal, and shot 7 of 17 from the field and 3 of 7 from the three-point line in 30 minutes. A good night from Keldon Johnson. He's my number one on the top two. My second on the top two, I think I'm going to go with Malachi Branham again, who had 19 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, and shot 3 of 7 from 3 and 8 of 21 from the field in 28 minutes of play and also had a steal. So that's my top two. All right. That's very good. My top two, my number one is going to be um, Steph Curry. He had 33 points, and Clay Thompson had 31 points. But I'm, I'm totally joking. My number one for the Spurs that night, and I love it when I can get this guy on the list, Mr. Gorgie Jing. He is my top one of my two. But Gorgie had... 14 points and 10 rebounds and was 4 of 5 from 3-point range, 5 of 7 overall from the field. Also had 2 assists. What a great night from Gorgie Jing in 17 minutes of play. So he's my number 1. My number 2 is going to be Mr. KBD, Kata Bates Diop. He had 14 points and 7 boards. Also chipped in an assist. And I, I'm a big Kata Bates Diop fan. I like what he does for us. I like him being a solid role player. But he has got a great demeanor. That is just a good guy. But that's my top two. Let's get to the bottom two. Yeah, so it was kind of tough to come up for a bottom two. But I went with Dominic Barlow here. Just the lowest score in this game. That's why he makes my number one. And he shot one of two from the field. So he's my number one. My second on my bottom two, give me Devontae Graham here. Nothing really much in this game. Six points, shooting one of four from the field and one of four from three-point range. 23 minutes, nothing much, but he's been struggling lately. I think he'll get it back. All right, well, that kind of moves into mine because my number one was Devontae Graham. Uh, tough night for him. You know, just shooting-wise, he just didn't contribute a whole lot for the Spurs. Um, almost an empty stat line. He just... Here and there had a couple assists and whatnot. But my number two was Julian Champagne. Uh, just he, he's been going through a little bit of funk, and just that's a growing pain sometimes in the for an NBA rookie, and that's why he was my number two. All right, now it's time for the question of the day. Drew, what is the question of the day? Yeah, so this question comes from Roman in Los Angeles. His question asks, who is the Spurs leader in points? And who leads the Spurs in points per game? Do you want to take that one? Are you talking about for this season or for all, all time? time? My bad, all time. Okay, I got you. So the Spurs leader in points, and who leads in points per game? So I think the Spurs leader in points is going to have to be Gorgie Jing. <laughs> and uh, and uh, no, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's got to be Tim Duncan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. All right. So he's an all-time leader in Spurs points, but the points per game is really interesting because I think there's a lot of guys that uh, that can score and uh, that have scored big numbers for the Spurs, but only one major scorer comes to mind. 
Who's that? And it's getting kind of cold in here because I'm feeling icy. 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 Iceman George Garvin. Do you know what his points per game average was, Drew? Yes, his points per game average was 26.3, but it was close. There was a lot of other guys in there. Tim Duncan averaged 20, and then some players only played for like three years, which got him there, like DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge, but they weren't that close. So that is this question of the day. Okay, I'm going to do a follow-up for you. Do you think we ever have another player in Spurs history that averages more than 26.3 points a game? That's a good question, but yes. I do think 26 points per game all time would be close. I do think we'll have seasons where players average 26 points, so I'm actually going to say no, not all time, because it's it's tough to average 26 points per game your whole career. That is a tough accomplishment. Only a couple people have done that. Steph Curry averages like 23 in his yeah, whole career. Yeah, that's crazy. So I don't think that's ever going to be broken, but I do think we'll have seasons where people average 27. So that's my answer. Well, I think that's a loaded question on that one too for me just because with the Spurs brand of ball, ball movement, defense, whatever, I don't think it's very likely right now. But if that changes and we have a coach that really tries to get players – you know, individual players to take over games and whatnot, I think that's the only way that could happen because, you know, by the time Duncan was playing, he was a, he was a great passer for a big man. And uh, so that's why the average maybe wasn't there. But, yeah, and the Iceman, still, that's crazy that he still stands, and that's 30-plus 30, 30 yeah, years crazy. later. So, anyway, that's a great question of the day. And, uh, Roman, we appreciate that. All right, now it's time for me on this day in Spurs history. I'm going to go back to March 31st, 1996. And uh, the Spurs, you know, it's kind of funny. I, I had all the stats and I was doing my prep work and I lost the game that I had in 1996 uh, with the Spurs. Let me see if I can pull that back up. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to. You're going to have to give me a second as I go over the stats. For this game, because I have all the player stats, I just didn't get the uh, uh, the score. Yeah, March thirty first, nineteen ninety six. Yep. And I I almost think it was the uh, Phoenix Suns, but I want to double check. What year? Nineteen ninety six. So, and it was Phoenix Suns. We beat them by a score of ninety seven to eighty three. That's probably not going to happen <laughs> this year or next year or whatever. But that brought the Spurs record that season to 53-18 and 18 overall, if you can imagine that. It uh, dropped the Suns to 36-35 and 35 overall. Leading scorer, D-Rob, had 22 points, 13 boards. A.J., Avery Johnson, had 20 points, 9 assists. Sean Elliott. 17 points, 10 boards. Charles Smith, 12 points. And Vinny Del Negro rounding out the double-digit scores with 10. That is this day in Spurs history. All right, now it's time to preview the upcoming game. And the upcoming game, we're traveling to Sacramento to play a very, very tough Sacramento Kings team. Vegas odds have the Kings winning by 16 points, so it's really going to be a challenge for the Spurs. Drew, what can you tell us about the Kings? Yeah, the Kings are loaded. Coming into this game, they're the third seed, and I think they've locked that up. They're four games ahead of the Suns, so I think the Suns would have to have a miracle to do this. But a really good year. They hadn't made the playoffs in a long time, and this year 
They have Sabonis, Fox, some rookies stepping up, and they're the third seed. So a good year from them. But they have a loaded roster, and they score a lot of points per game. As their leading scorer is De'Aaron Fox, who averages 25 points, 6 assists per game. DeMontis Sabonis averages 19 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Kevin Herter averages 15 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 dimes. Harrison Barnes averages 15 points, 4 rebounds. Malik Monk averages 13 points. Kyle, Kyle what's his name? Keegan Murray averages 12 points. Loaded roster, and it will be a high-scoring game. That is my prediction. What are your thoughts on the Kings? Yeah, no, we saw the Kings play the Spurs earlier in San Antonio. That was yeah. the game we were at, and Harrison Barnes went off that night. I mean, of course, De'Aaron Fox did his thing. Simonis, I don't, if I remember correctly, didn't just you know have a have a great night for them, but uh, they still beat us pretty handily in San Antonio. But uh, yeah, I think the Kings are tough, and I think. However, I do think they're the matchup that everybody wants in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. I do. If you're I think. finishing at six, you want that. Yep. I think the Lakers want a piece of that. I think the Warriors want a piece of that. I think anybody in that 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 matches up with them is is would really like that. But uh, anyway, with the Vegas odds in mind of the sixteen point favorites, I'm gonna say the Kings are gonna win, but we're gonna cover that spread. I think the Kings are gonna win by seven. And my player to go off is Trey Jones. I just think he's going to have a great night for them. He's been kind of plugging away and been a steady force for us. So that's my uh, prediction. What about you, Drew? Yeah, so my prediction for this game, I think it'll be pretty high scoring because the Kings have been known for high scoring games. That game against the Clippers, double OT, it was a good game. I think this game, the Kings will beat us, but I think they'll beat us by eight. And my player to go off is going to be Doug McDermott in this one. So that's my player to go off. Let's... Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. All right. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!